Here are a few interesting statistics that I want you to think about. 75% of suicides in the U.S. are done by men. Prostate cancer is the second most common cancer in men in the United States. Three out of every four men are overweight. Now, I'm telling you these statistics because this month of November is Movember, also known as No Shave November and other different names. But really at the sole basis of it is to bring awareness to men's health. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode today. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with Back to a Silly. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, visit the website at backtoacilly.com. Hello, 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 lovely people. Welcome back to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations. Now, before we dive into this episode, I do want to disclaim there might be some background noise. (laughs) Our neighbors are doing some last minute uh, house reno. You know that last minute house reno before it gets really cold and you can't do anything? (laughs) I completely understand where they're coming from. But anyways, if you hear any banging and racketeering in the background, that's what it is. All right, so, yeah, so those statistics, why are they relevant? How are they important? So let me, before I dive into that, let me just disclaim, statistics are really just a scientific measure of trend, right? I feel like a lot of us, sometimes we read statistics and it's like a diagnosis (laughs) for our current life circumstance, and that's not the case. Research is not intended to be a diagnosis. It's simply there as a tool to study trends in a certain amount of time geared towards a certain demographic to, um, you know, to analyze those results. So that being said, those statistics are still valid, of course. Um, It's quite saddening. It's quite shocking. Every time I re-familiarize myself with these statistics around this time of year, naturally, as it is Movember. And yeah, so this episode, beard care is more than skin deep. It really is as lustrous (laughs) and alluring as facial hair may be, or not as alluring, you know, depending on (laughs) your preference. Um, It really goes deeper than that. So in this episode, I'll really be giving tips for men and women to take um, and adapt into their lifestyle. Now, growing up, my dad is actually one of, how do I say this? He's a very prominent role model in my life in general, but specifically in wellness, um... He's catapulted a lot of things. My mom as well. Both of them together. They're they're amazing. But my dad in particular. Um, now growing up, I saw him doing some weird stuff, you guys. <laughs> some weird stuff in regards, all in the name of health, right? All in the name of health. Um, 
not only for himself, but for us too. I remember when we got our first juicer. This was in, my dear, 2004? No, 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 no. Yeah, it was 2004. <laughs> you know how big and bulky those machines were at that time? It was crazy. Yeah, so we got our first juicer in the early 2000s. And he brought it home. He was really excited. He made juice right away. He cleaned it, made some juice. I have never tasted something so disgusting <laughs> in my life, you guys. In my life. we, Me and my siblings, we would plug our nose and chug it whenever he would make juice. But we knew that it was good for us, so we would just drink it anyway. So that's just one example. But my dad is really amazing. Um, when he started to get into his later stages in life, you know, 40s and 50s, which is naturally when the body, you know, th the incline, or not really incline, the steady rate of testosterone begins to drop. It's, you know, around the late, actually late 30s, I was looking at research, late 30s into the 40s. So around that time in his life, I saw him changing a lot of things. You know, the naturally, the body starts to denature naturally so you have to upkeep <laughs> more than usual so he would buy religiously he's a former marathon runner so us kenyans we can't run away from running <laughs> but um so he would there was a few things he had in his arsenal and i remember him and he still uses these things to this day there's always he always has some beet around either in the fresh form or powder um there's also always garlic what else is there in this arsenal? Tea. And that's pretty much it. Now, in this episode, I won't really be honing on a lot of herbal recommendations. Um, I do have a couple. But before we dive into that, I do want to dive into the basic anatomy of the men's, of the man's body. Because it is different. <laughs> we are different. Men and women are different. Um... Yeah, so let's talk about it. Human biology 101. <laughs> so generally, men build more, they have more muscle mass compared to women. Um, they also have a higher metabolism. And that's pretty much it. Uh, bigger bone structure, right? Um, those are the main differences between men and women. You know, versus women, we tend, we have more fat storage naturally. Um, we are, we have a smaller frame, of course, <clears throat> and we don't require or need as much calories compared to men because they are bigger in stature, right? All right. So that's just basic <laughs> human anatomy and biology 101. So in regards to these herbs, right? Okay. So while I want you to think of something, okay. So while I'm going through these herbs, um, and different plant material, I want you to think of the things that they have in common. Okay, there's one linear thing that they do have in common. Actually, there's two things. Yes, and if you have more, you have bonus points. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into these, you know, herbal recommendations for a herbaceous lifestyle for men. So the first herb, or rather seed really, is fenugreek. Now, fenugreek is naturally grown and cultivated in the Mediterranean area of the world, <clears throat> parts of India, and the Horn of Africa. 
Now, fenugreek is known to be a yang tonic. Now, according to traditional Chinese medicine, basically what that means is very warm in nature. And because of this warm nature, it naturally stimulates movement within the body, right? So specifically movement of blood flow, hence this aphrodisiac property, right? It uh, stimulates the metabolism and muscle building within the body. And it's also uh, helps with skeletal support. Now, fenugreek being a seed, it's actually roasted like coffee is, and it's used in different culinary dishes. Um, it's used equally in the culinary world and as a medicinal, so just about as equally. Um, medicinally, of course, it's also known for, you know, as a milk promoter, it stimulates uterine activity, um, so that's the whole rounded aspect of fenugreek, but specifically for men, it's great in regards to the muscle building process and keeping the bones intact. All right, so the second herb is garlic. Now, garlic, I really, it's really, I consider it to be the ulti the ultimate um, expellent <laughs> in regards to everything, right? So that's major body fluids, mucus, sweat, blood. Yeah, those are the main <laughs> um, blood or liquid components in the body. So yeah, it's a great expectorant. In addition to garlic being the ultimate expellent, it's also a very powerful cardioprotective. Now, cardioprotective, that's a very generic term, but in regards to garlic, it specifically helps to lower blood pressure as well as modulate the lipid activity within the blood vessels. Garlic also activates nitric oxide, and now if you're an athlete or if you're familiar with athletic performance you know how important nitric oxide is so this compound what it does really is helps to relax the muscular blood vessels allowing for more blood flow to flow within the muscles now what this does it helps to uh, improve athletic performance as well as uh, increase the building of muscles. Now there are studies that have shown that the increase of the intake of garlic specifically, not so much the supplemental form, but it's in its raw state. So the intake of garlic, this study was shown that it may help to reduce several cancers, namely stomach cancer, colon, and prostate. And I remember in the beginning of this episode, I did mention that statistic on the on prostate cancer so if you have prostate cancer within your family background garlic is very imperative to your protective wellness lifestyle implement implementation all right so that's the general consumptions of those two herbs um and those are my favorite in regards to men Men have their own, you know, they can formulate different ones according to their different wellness goals. But those two are very genetic and, or not genetic, very generic and helpful for men in general. Now, the two things that they share, right? Remember, 
I told you to marinate and think about this thoroughly, right? <laughs> so the first thing that they have in common is that they both promote blood flow. Now, especially in regards to certain um, ailments that pertain to men, such as erectile dysfunction, this property is very important. So, and not only that, you know, there's the erectile dysfunction and then as well as just gaining more mental clarity, these will help in particular because they stimulate blood flow. Now, the second thing that they share is that they're both very warming herbs, right? They both fit within that yang tonic category. Now, this is very, very, very important. So, of course, like I had mentioned earlier, there's that a lot of that expelling that happens. Now, in order for you to expel certain things, they have to accumulate within the body, right? And I always emphasize within my coaching, now herbs are great, but if your lifestyle in regards to food is not so great, then it kind of hinders the effect, the efficacy of the herbs that you're taking. So the food ingestion is very, very, very important. Now, in regards to men's health, definitely stay away from foods that are categorized within the SAD diet, right? The standard American diet, which, you know, generally those foods are, they promote mucus accumulation within the body. They're naturally acidic and they're also low in nutrition, so all those things you want to stay away from. Generally, for everyone, really. But in this episode, I'm talking to the men. So, yes, yeah, stay away from those. And that'll help, you know, enhance those warming effects of these herbs and other herbs that fit into that category. Now that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I want you to keep in the loop. Now later on this month, of course it's November. So of course we have some great deals going on. And within a few days actually, there's going to be a special on the beard oils. And you can head over. I'll put the link in the show notes. That way you can keep in the loop with the sales that are going on. So that way you can get a great deal on the beard oils and every year just so you know so every year i the company donates a portion of the beard oil funds during the month of november to the movember foundation so a portion of all those sales will go to the movember foundation this month all right guys that's it for this episode remember that beard care is more than skin deep all right thank you again so much and i'll catch you guys next week